All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Scott, Brian's not here tonight. Yeah. There's no one to my left, your right, which is our usual, our usual position. Our usual he's, seating. He's off gallivanting again. It's true. You know, if we did a poll... Uh, amongst our listeners, of who your favorite FPL America podcast host is, Brian would win in a landslide. Uh, uh, every time. Yeah. So, you know, the one thing I want to say really quickly here is listeners, keep listening. They've already checked out. No, 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 Th- no. Those no. people I, have already checked no, out. No, we, we got this in soon enough. They're the going to keep listening. Brian's, I told Brian them to keep listening. Here. Gone. Listen, there's this podcast I listen to that once the regular host, I realize he's not hosting. You bounce immediately. I'm out. I'm immediately I out. Know. Please, listeners, don't do that in this episode. Dave and I are going to do <laughs> There's some... There's no way they're not doing it. They've already done it. We're talking to no one at this point. Well, okay, fine. Fair enough. But let's just keep doing it anyway. Because right. maybe the, the 1% that would give us... My mom listens, so we'll, <laughs> does do, your mom we'll, listen? do, we'll do the podcast. My mom does she, not she listen. She at least listens to the first five minutes. I'm like, Mom, look, we need the clicks. How is that just, any different than Just, just listen to the fans. first five minutes. Sure. <laughs> no different whatsoever. <laughs> All right, fine. But we've actually got some really good stuff that we're going to do. Sure. We're going to talk about how COVID-19 continues to uh, ravage the Premier League and the fixture list and, and what that means for our FPL lineups and whether or not that affects our strategy at all. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Game Week 18, which is a smaller game week. It's six matches, so you got to plan for that. And then Game Week 19, right after that, has 16 matches, last I counted. And uh, so you need Jeez. to have some strategy in mind for both those game weeks. We're going to talk about what our strategies are as we approach those two game weeks. And then we're going to do something a little different. And actually, we haven't done this since the early, early days of our podcast. So most people... Certainly, most people still listening at this moment have not heard us do this before. But we're going to do a whirlwind tour through all mm. the all the clubs in the table in the Premier League okay. and talk about which players from each club we are interested in and, and are FPL relevant to sure. us. Sure. No, I, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. And maybe, uh, look, I'm sure there's some no-brainers in there, but maybe we can throw some nuggets in. I think so. I think it's going to be good. We're going to put I, ourselves on I will on miss a, Brian's nuggets. Well, we're going to put ourselves on a timer. And we can do that because Brian won't be slowing us down with <laughs> irrelevant things like what stats. What else could we say? Because he doesn't listen. So <laughs> I know this. I know this for a fact. If you want Brian's nuggets, he will have an article out, God forbid, by Friday. Friday night, yeah. By Friday night. Uh, hopefully I will be banging the drum for Thursday. So hopefully he can get it out Thursday. And, and check it out, Scott. Where, where, where can people find that? It is FPL, the article. FPL America, you, you the gotta, article. That's fair enough. Yep. You got to read it. 
It's true. FP, uh, Patreon.com slash FPL America, which is a perfect transition or segue into our social media. I just want to say this up front. Slowly but surely, we've been we've been growing a following. We've done it with a listenership on this podcast uh, for a number of years yep. under an old title uh, previous to this season. Um, but we've continued to grow the listenership, and we're slowly but surely rebuilding our social media presence as well. And I just want to encourage all of you listening to follow us across all of our main social media channels. That includes Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we do different things on all those channels, uh, and so we encourage you to follow us on on all of them. But we also have our Patreon page, patreon.com slash fplamerica. As we've mentioned in the last couple of episodes, and I know we've been, you know, if, if you're a regular listener, maybe you're sick of hearing this by now, but we've been doing a, a micro-donation approach this season to to encourage listeners to to follow us financially, a way to help support us through getting uh, financially to help us get the word out on what FPL America is and, fi- and have more FPL fans right. you know, finding us and listening to us. Because we, we think we put a good product together when Brian's with us. Uh, <laughs> right, and we want, we want to be uh, there for the masses, especially the growing American audience for the Premier League and FPL. And so if you're interested, patreon.com slash FPL America. And uh, at the end of this podcast, we're going to mention another new patron, to our site, someone who has chosen to support us at a level where we're going to mention him at the end of this episode, and he's also already joined us and become a regular contributor uh, during the festive fixtures. He's done, he's done well. He's jumped in. He's jumped in with two feet, Scott, on our Slack workspace. So we're going to mention him at the end. Uh, but I wanted to give that quick plug here up front, especially since we mentioned FPL America, the article, which is a Patreon exclusive, if you will. Love it. Brian J writes that, and I mean, you guys know, you know Brian. You don't have to be a Patreon sus- subscriber to read no the article. No, we could FPL do that. FPL America, we, the article. We make it public to all. It is. It is right now until we go exclusive. That's which, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm one acting, day maybe. I'm acting like that's going to be next <laughs> week, but no, it's not. One day but, maybe. But check it out. You, I'm Absolutely. telling you guys. Uh, look, Brian's here, so I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to brag on him. He's so, not here. So he wait. Brian's not here. Yeah, thank so you. So I'm going to brag on him. You're going to confuse me. Um, and he doesn't listen. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I recently, uh, I've always read his article, but then I've also, and I also read other articles. Uh, one of them being the uh, Fantasy Scout article that they put out on a weekly basis. If you want to have some fun, read Brian's and read theirs every week and see who copies who. <laughs> Scott, Scott, I'm telling you, go back in the in the search <laughs> histories and the other articles. Go read Brian's past stuff that you yeah. wish, things you wish you knew a month ago. Guess what he was writing about? Brian's a step ahead. It's on you if you're not following FPL mm. America, the article. That's good. Uh, and while you're there, make sure to check out those those tiers where you can donate to our podcast as well. All right, let's get into this. Uh, well, Brian does this part. Let's do this thing that we're going to do. Yeah, COVID-19 canceled some some fixtures over the festive fixture period. Scott, did I get blasted with some... <laughs> A lot of people did. Holy Hope your mom's crap, not listening. dude. Mom, I bleeped that so you didn't hear it. But... <laughs> hey, man, I tell you what. Scott, uh, in in the week that wasn't, uh-huh. I got a twenty nine. Now the week that wasn't refers to the fact that both Spurs and City, Spurs, City, Everton, did not play. Someone else irrelevant. And full and on. and I can promise you this: a team where I had, uh, oh, and that also Charlie Taylor got hurt early in that match. Oh, that's so sucks. I didn't yep. get that clean sheet. Yep. So 
I had Tra- uh, Charlie Taylor, Cancelo, Stones in my back line. Then Neto, Son, Sala, Bruno, Fernandez, Socek, and then in, in my midfield, Kane and Bamford starting. Um, Kane, do- Kane doesn't play. Bam- uh, Son doesn't play. Cancelo doesn't play. Stones doesn't play. On my bench is Calvert Lewin and Eric Dyer. Yeah, you lost six six dudes. And then Matip, which had gotten hurt the week before, and I, I just did one transfer. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, bottom line is I didn't. I got twenty nine and didn't make the cup. And um, the FPL it was, Cup. Yeah, you know, it was freaking brutal, man. Of all weeks for me to lose literally eight players that week. I mean, come on, man, that's crazy. Six players. It is crazy. I was one of the fortunate few that was able to put a an eleven man squad out there. My entire bench came in. I, I ended up with a classic five four one quality fantasy lineup. But sure. I had eleven dudes playing. Um but that's because I don't own a city player. I, yeah. I just lost Sun Kane and Calvert Lewin. Uh, but I ended up having guys come in. Tyrick Mitchell played that game week, and I still had him at the end of my bench. Unbelievable, Scott. So I got his two points. You lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> felt, like felt like a big uh, a big win. Hey, listen, I had a great festive fixture period in fantasy. I, I, you know, it's I'll one of those, say. It's one of those things where I'm just – you, you got to ride that wave when you when you catch it, and uh, it's a fortunate thing. And that's not to say that it's gone perfectly. I, I've made some bad moves, and, um, you know, captained some of the wrong people, but – uh, you know, it's 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 good to be in the top hundred thousand. Just curious right now, because this might be the only thing I'm beating you in, and it's at this point it's meaningless. What's your team value at the moment? One hundred four point three. That's good. Prior to my free hit. Okay. So that'll get us. Okay. Into... So okay. That, okay. So you're free hitting this week. You already you just you just sold that boat. I did. So I only had, I think, four guys playing in game week eighteen. Wow. I had not done any special preparation for game week eighteen. Okay. I've been I've been maximizing each of the game weeks lead, you know, lead, I mean obviously, you know, there's only so much you could have done in game week sixteen when you yeah. had those sure those fixtures canceled. Craziness. But yeah, no, I, I I've been planning all along. I, I'm in a really good spot, as I've been saying. And so even though the second half wild card is available, I'm in a really good spot overall to where I don't feel like I'm gonna need to use that anytime soon. So there's going to be a reduced you know, or or blank game week, you'll see experts call it. There's going to be a blank game week later in the season in the early 30s, game week 31 maybe. I'm really hoping that I can free hit now in 18 yeah. and then save my second half wild card for one of those reduced game weeks later on gotcha. and have my chips yep. perfectly lined up. No, I get it. It makes sense. Um, Are you free hitting in 18 like me? No, so what's crazy is right. So, so after my crap week, where my twenty nine, uh, I was at literally at the beach. I know we make fun of the beach uh, when teams near the end of the season we say go there. Was that just emblematic of reality for you, though, Dave? Uh, maybe, maybe they could have been obvious at this point. But I was, I was uh, at the beach at a, a family function at at the Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. Uh, where I hung out with the uh, always mentioned brother Matt, along with the rest of my family, and also was visited by uh, Aaron League Aaron, yeah, who's in our mini league, reigning yeah. champion, reigning champ of who, the mini league. By the way, I I gotta produce his. I interviewed him about four months ago. I've yet to produce <laughs> it. Aaron, I know you listen. I will. I will get to that. We didn't even talk about that this past weekend, but anyways, yeah, it was fantastic to hang out with them, uh, talk fantasy in that process. Both Aaron and I both missed uh, the quick week. Yeah. So we rolled from overnight for the most part yeah. into the next week. I didn't make a move, and I didn't change my captain, 
which normally isn't a problem. I had it on Sala. So going into this week, I had a decent score. I had a 66, but I wouldn't have captained Sala at Southampton. I would have captained Bruno, who ended up getting a uh, a 10. So whatever, man. Dude, Sky, I just counted up because I just wanted to be see how bad I've really been. Uh, out of the 17 weeks, I've hit seven captains. Okay. Now, these are the guys I captained. Obama Yang, the first two weeks, mm-hmm. he actually got scoring returns the first two weeks. So those were not misses. Yep. Right? Those are two of the seven. I owned him then. The other players that I captained, KDB, Sun, Sterling, Bruno, and Salah. It's not like I'm reaching. Risky. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real <laughs> risky there, right? Like, oh, oh, no. Do we, do we go to Sun this week? Do we go Bruno, Salah? Oh, no. Um, I have hit, I have missed Salah the last three weeks yeah and it's just been like unbelievable this week i would have changed it to bruno but you know once again i screwed it up so it's just whatever i it's 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 a it's a boogaloo for me picking captains and it is literally the difference for the most part between my place in the league and yours and you are crushing it feels like you can't do anything wrong at the moment. And I'm I not, have done things wrong. I'm not trying to jinx you. The fact that Tyreek Mitchell is still on your team. Not anymore. I did that wrong. So here's the thing. I actually you, I had two free transfers heading into game week 17, this last game week that just ended. So I got Tyreek Mitchell off my bench and into my squad in 16 when City and Everton and, and okay. uh, uh, Spurs didn't play. Sure. But then I sent him out. But you didn't know he was going to play. I didn't know he was he going to play again in he 17. He played. And I went to James Justin, and even though I've dogged Justin, I was like, <laughs> the matchups are good for Justin's Lester. Played, he's like one of the only Lester players to play every minute of the year I, so far. He's, and, and he played again in 17, but it didn't work out. Mitchell gets a clean sheet again in 17. So, I mean, I regret that, though, because I went from 3-9 Mitchell to, I think it was 5-0 or 5-1 Justin. Wow. I had the money in the bank to do it, of course. Jeez. Yeah, I, I regret that move, though. I, the other move I did, by the way, I don't regret. I got off Alex McCarthy. Okay. Who did who got, not. Who got the COVID. He got COVID and did not take part in today's clean sheet, Southampton over Liverpool. And I went to Lino because Arsenal's fixture list looks really good. Okay, so that this really makes me furious. <laughs> Why? Because I just found this out live. Okay. So when I didn't make the move in the crazy week, I missed the overnight being at the beach, right? So I didn't make a transfer. So then I had two transfers. Did you go to Lino too? So, well, so a, uh, a, a Ron and I are talking about the week 18, what we're going to do. So I start. I hadn't looked at my team yet. And so I start looking at it and I'm like, I realize I'm two players away. From having a full squad, and I have two two free transfers, so then I'm like, well, okay, who, what do we do? So Matip was easy; he's out, and then I ended my backup goalkeeper. Because right now, if you don't have, in my opinion, if you don't have a full bench, especially with the way that COVID could hit at any moment, if you don't have a full bench and a backup goalkeeper that plays at this point, dude, you're screwing yourself. If you want to have a cheaper goalkeeper. Pick McCarthy and then take Forrester. So then you're at least backed up with Southampton goalkeeper. Fra- Fraser Forrester. Right. Okay. What, what, who, what, is it Nathan Forrester? You, you, you added a sure. syllable. So whatever. It's fine. So whoever it is, you need to have two playing goalkeepers. And if you don't, have the one backing up the other guy who played. Makes sense. 
COVID could happen, and anyone, I'm telling you, and, and who knows, they just cancel random games right now. Scott, we're both hoping, and I don't, I'm sure you'll talk about it later, that the season continues. Because I Seriously. know that right now... This England se- is in lockdown. They are. So we are hoping that play continues. Yeah. And that, you know, we selfishly, we can continue to enjoy it. <laughs> That's Lives right. be... Scott, we must have our football. <laughs> well, it kind of seems that way, I'll be honest. Like, everyone's in lockdown, but professional sport, that can still exist. Well, I, so, look, the professional athletes, they can keep sort of in a bubble. And I think, yes, look, lives are affected. It, I, I don't think it's as bad as it was. We know what we're we, dealing with. We have with. more knowledge That's right. than That's we right. did then. Yep. And so... I, you know, can it I is add to your is. COVID strategy though? Because you're right. You need a full squad. So, There's no doubt. Anyways, my- bottom line is I made okay. I never finished. Yeah, yeah. Long, uh, oh, shocker! I yeah. didn't finish my story. Roundabout. So I made two changes. It's crazy. I went to Rob Holding and Bert Leno. So we have the same goalkeeper. We have the same squad. I basically. am so furious <laughs> that you went to him because I started looking at. The, at well, first of all, why wouldn't first of why all, Arsenal's coming off him. three wins. We haven't talked about. We haven't had a potted since they've won. Yeah, Liverpool hasn't part. won, and Arsenal hasn't lost since we last recorded. <laughs> what in what for world we live? <laughs> right, like the whole hell, the, everything's turned upside down. So true. So all of a sudden, Arsenal starts finding something, and uh, they they have some goals go in, and now they're they're kind of hot, and they're. You know, they're going into a season, or at least the next three games, three to four games, where you're like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. The Arsenal team that's won three in a row, yeah, I'll take them in those three games. So, yeah, so I, I had, at least for the next three weeks, I'm going to I'm gonna roll with that. And, that. and that allows me to have a full squad. I don't think many people probably can say that. I didn't take any negatives and was able to get a full squad. To 18. With one caveat. Yeah. Charlie Taylor still has an orange triangle. He's yeah. not ruled out. I need him to be healthy. Sure. He's got 10 days to get healthy. I think he probably will. My guess yeah. is he starts for Burnley. By the way, that's a good point. This coming weekend, there will not be league matches. It's the midweek where there will be league matches. That's the next game week as we sit here and as hopefully you're listening. Uh, if you're listening to this soon after this episode comes out. This is the, in quotes, winter break. Well, they started yes and sort no. Of I mean, the year. FA Cup is also, it's the traditional FA Cup weekend, third round weekend which means that I get the weekend off from football. I'll, uh, I'll watch American <laughs> NFL playoff football. Sure. That's, that's what I do on the FA Cup weekends. Scott, <laughs> this, this non-segment that we're doing yeah. is, uh, is brought to you by Two Pitchers Brewing Company. Uh, I am currently drinking a Rattler uh, lager with grapefruit and a hint of blood orange. It is, it is fantastic. Uh, it's Two Pitchers Rattler. is a refreshingly crisp Bavarian-style blend of lager and grapefruit juice with a hint of blood orange for good measure. Thunderbar. TwoPitchersBrewingCompany.com Hey, since no one's listening to this episode anymore, I can give away one of my secrets, right? Uh, absolutely. Okay. So you know how every once in a while I do these actual segment or uh, uh, sponsor segments? Yeah, sure. That's just me making up a company and reading uh, things off their website, but pretending to be uh, someone. People have relevant. to know that. Think they know that? I don't know. Either way, we give free ads. We're giving free ads. Yeah, exactly. And it's, in fact, it's, if you want us, if you if you have a friend that owns some you know, obscure English bakery in the boroughs of Birmingham. 
let us know. We literally will give them a free ad. Absolutely. Because we do actually have list, plenty of listenerships in Birmingham. Early so. early in the days of that sponsorship segment, we would actually tweet at the business, too, if we could find a, a Twitter handle and let them know and, and, and try to piggyback off of the sponsorship itself. Um, well, so last week, if we had had an episode last week, I was prepared with the sponsorship segment. Did you have one? Well, it was funny because McKinnon, I I canceled us. It's last okay. week, yeah, I, I couldn't pull it together. No, it's all with good. What I was doing, it's all good. But uh, no, uh, Michael Antonio was on the. He was sitting up in the stands of the West Ham match, and there was a bag sitting in front of him, and the the bag said the Stratford Brasserie, and yeah. uh, so I looked look- it up. It's a hotel restaurant in London. Nice, nice. And so I was going to do a like that. That's how that stuff works. I'm sure they have great food there. I see. I see these random things and sure. matches as I watch them, yeah. or I hear about some. Random English news, and I make a sponsorship segment. Oh, listen, most as we always say, most things uh, in the world are better when they're English. Fair enough. That's very true, or or close to it. And I will miss the Premier League as I watch NFL football this week. You, you will, just to be clear. Uh, all right. So now that we've established that you are not one that we should listen to about strategy, let's talk about your strategy <laughs> for both just game captains. <laughs> just don't take my captain picks. Good <laughs> lord. So. You're not free hitting an 18. I am. Here's the, here's why I don't want to be you in okay. game week 18. I hate the idea of reworking or working in the direction with my entire squad for one game week and having to do that over multiple weeks. So I didn't have to do that. I, are you just, are you okay like, having your entire it, squad for 19? Though? I went into it and realized, oh, fair look, enough. Look at this. Sure, I get to not free hit. But are you okay with? And I think the answer is. Yes, to one of them. But are you okay with both guys you brought in after eighteen? Yeah, for the next three weeks. Yeah, Rob Holding okay. and Burt Leno are both okay. Are both right. playing? That, that, but this isn't what always happens. Like that. That is a very fortunate thing. It, it no is. It's very bizarre. Well, you and I uh, look. We've been debating it for years, and usually it's close. One of us will win by one or two points. It's it's whether to free hit on a blank week or a double week. Yeah, that usually is our debate. Yeah. I lean towards the double weeks. You lean towards the, the blank, blank weeks. weeks. I do. This year, it won't even be fun because we can't even we can't even the way it lays out. I can't even make that bet. Um, well, I happen to think that the double game weeks in game week nineteen are going to end up being pretty overrated. And they might be because if the matchups aren't great, who knows? I I'm, look. I haven't really looked at at what was going to happen to me in week nineteen. So you know, we'll see if I have to make some moves or if I have to free hit. I will. Worst case. I don't want to use a wild card, but you know, if I have to, I will. But I really like my team. I really like the idea of having used my free hit now for 18 because and then I can just go back to my normal squad for 19 and use my transfers to set myself up just within my normal means for game week 19 and beyond. Sure. Because there's really only three clubs, I think, that have two favorable fixtures in game week 19 that's even worth going to a to trying to maximize the double game week right. four. And when it's only three clubs, that's doable. So I love the strategy that I have to try to, you know, the free hit week is always fun because you're basically guessing results. Mm-hmm. And then you're going with the fantasy squad yeah. that yeah. reflects those results. Uh, so I'll go into my free hit squad here in just a second. But the three clubs that I think that you need to look for in game week 19 when it comes to the double game weeks, and again, this is just focusing on clubs with two decent matchups that right. week. Leeds host Brighton, and then they host Southampton. And yes, I know this is a good Southampton, so that's even a that's even an arguable one right now, coming off their Liverpool victory. Yeah, but Le- Leeds might smack them around a little bit that game. 
you 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 think maybe so so that's that's I, I'm calling that one of the three best double game weeks in game week nineteen. Okay. Secondly, you have Manchester City. City will host Crystal Palace and then they'll host Aston Villa. This is week nineteen. Mm-hmm. Great, because I already have like three city players. Yes, but or two. Here's, I have two. Here's the here's the con to Manchester City. So those two matchups, I mean, both of those squads are decent mid table clubs this season. Pal and Palace and Villa on their days can do some damage. Absolutely. And which players for City are gonna play? Are any of them gonna play both matches? Yeah, Maybe. Ho- hopefully Cancelo and Stones play. <laughs> well, KDB always feels well, safe I, for I something like that. I already have those players though. So I mean if I was working on a free hit, you're right. I might I might try to, you know, do some different things. I, my point is like these are the two best I can come up with. The third one is West Ham. They host Burnley and then they host West Brom. Oh. Okay, Mr. Antonio. Talk to me. <laughs> I already I already love a so check. And you telling me you can't add like a Jared Bowen in there? Come on, Scott. Well, I've got Ogbana and I've got Socek. You might see me go to Mikhail Antonio up front. Is is DCL to Antonio the move to make in game week nineteen? Yeah. That's a big maybe. Yeah. That's a very big maybe. No. And that's something I can do without With that, free hitting yep. in the double game week. That's true. And and honestly, I mean, what I just gave you, Dave, is in my opinion the three clubs with the best double fixtures in nineteen, and the only really good one there is West Ham. So that's why I love the strategy that I've taken. Can I give you my free hit squad as we're sitting here sure. right now? Now for game week eighteen. If you want to know what the final version of this is going to look like, this is where I go back to the plugs I made for social you media earlier. Up Instagram. Got to follow us on Instagram. That's where I'm going to give you the final lineup before the lineups lock. Probably sometime on Friday. Well, yeah, you should the, do it. On the lineups Friday. lock on Tuesday, so I'll probably do this Tuesday oh, morning. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot it's midweek. So I'll, I'll probably do this on Tuesday morning. Here's here's my lineup as it stands so far. This is very much subject to change. Okay. Lino's going to stay in goal. Okay. I've got a three-five-two because honestly, it's, why wouldn't you? Of course, that's what I have. My three in the back are Cancelo, Dyer, and Mari. Why don't you just copy my team? Just go. Pablo Mari is not Rob Holding, sir. Oh, you want the three five two? I have a five three two. Go ahead. All right. Five three two. What? Well, because well, you have to. Yeah, I'm yeah, not I got free hitting. So. so Dyer, Cancelo, and Pablo Mari. Okay. Uh, he's four four. At least he was when I free hit him in. So gotta love that. By the way, this is not an Arsenal podcast. Since he's been starting, Arsenal been doing better. Arsenal been doing better. So, and you could also say the same with uh, Emil Smith Rowe. Which, yes, yes. I'm just saying, I don't know how many more games he's going to start. And I don't know if we're going to talk about actual games because there are so many. So this is my moment to discuss Arsenal players. Emil Smith-Rowe, I don't know how many more games he's going to play, but I can promise you this. He's starting to raise some eyebrows, especially at the price of 4-4. Okay? Now, he started three games in a row. Uh, he's got a 6-3 and a 9. 4-4 four, four in the midfield, Dave? Four four in the midfield. That is a tasty price in the midfield. Uh, six three and nine is his last three scores. Now those have been against Chelsea, Brighton, and West Brom, but Arsenal have three wins on a spin. I know, believe it or not. Now the other guy you need to look at, Bukayo Saka, nice. Scott, yeah. in the last three games, thirteen six and eight. Yep. Okay, so no one is hotter than him right now. And he's smiling. maybe in the league, and he may be second to. Although I think I'm going to say this wrong because I was. I realized this past this weekend, Scott, I think we have another famous listener to our podcast. Oh. Uh, 
at Ben Crellin on Twitter, yes. Yes. is a a fantasy Premier League schedule guru. Okay. Ben Dinnery is a injury fantasy Premier, Premier League injury guru. Yep, yep. Ben Crellin posted, and I swear, I swear he was doing it for us. He did not tag us. <laughs> I swear it was for us. Okay, all right. Uh, a tweet from a site in, or, or from somewhere in Korea, that pronounced Hyun Ming Sun as I would normally say it. Uh-huh. It pronounced his name differently than we've been saying it. Yeah. And that's how the Koreans say it. Sure. And I, I felt like, oh my gosh. I mean, I put it on Slack. I'm like, Brian J, we need to investigate this. So yeah. Coming other to than a, second, his smile's the best. How to say near you? Bukai yeah. Osaka's got a fantastic smile. Yeah, that's true. And uh, so, anyways, look, as an Arsenal fan and watching a 19 year old play great, great, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that we had three wins in a row. There you go. Count your blessings. Hey, you'll be in the top half soon enough. <laughs> hey, we're at 11. We're at 11. <laughs> you're, you're, we're working you're, on it. You're close. All right, so here are my five midfielders for the free hit week, game week 18. Yep. KDB. Sure. Bruno. Okay. Son. Yep. Mares. Grealish. Wow. Oof, that is good, Scott. Thank Jeez. you. Okay. Up front, up front, Harry Kane and Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson will be playing Sheffield. That's brilliant. That's a decent lineup. That's a, that's a great that's, lineup. That's a good first draft. Makes me want to. I don't even have to. I don't even have to free hit. That makes me want to free hit. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, in case one of those guys happens to not play for whatever reason, yeah, who do you have in your bench? I do have Matthew Lowton waiting to come in on my bench. He's he's in defense against United against Bruno. I I did want to get Martial in there. A lot of people are saying Rashford is a good pick right now, which is true. And and yeah, I just Brighton at home for City makes me want to go to Mares instead of Rashford. Hmm. That could be a mistake. Okay. We'll see. Rashford is much more certain to play than sure. Mares. Sure. Uh, and Mares, you never know what you're going to get with him. If it's the on week, I'm going to be happy. If it's the off week, I'm going to regret not going to Rashford. But anyway, uh, that's why I said it's still subject to change. That's my game week 18 lineup. There are two different ways to play this, and you and I are playing it those two different ways. And maybe, listeners, you have another way that you'd like to get out there. Reach out to us. We will interact with you. We have a number of listeners who interact with us on a regular basis on social media, and we love it. And we would love for you to uh, to join the conversation. No too, doubt. So. All right. One more thing about COVID strategy, if I might. Dave. COVID strategy. Okay. You mentioned that you need to have a full squad. You have to. This more than ever before. Can I add one other thing to that that you might want to keep in mind? Sure. And it's going to be really hard to do with game week 18. But certainly beyond that, as long as COVID is still here. And last I heard, it's probably still going to be around for game weeks 19 and beyond. Sure. I think you need to be more diversified than you ever have been before. There's only one reason why I fielded a full 11 in game week 16, and that was because I had enough players from enough different teams that actually did play to field that squad. Good point. I was not the most doubled up. Really, the only place where I've been doubled up is Sun and Kane for Spurs. Now, again, I'm going away from that in the free hit week because there's only 12 clubs playing, so you have to double up a little bit. Sure. But in a normal week or even in the double game weeks, I still recommend that you diversify as much as you can because if a club's – and it might not even be that that club of the – like Sun and Kane never – Spurs didn't have any uh, COVID issues, but their opponents did, and now they have no opponents. Sun and Kane are out of your lineup. You have to have enough players playing around the league 
in order to be able to field as many players, hopefully no matter what comes from COVID. Yeah, I agree completely. I, I you know, love to try to build teams oftentimes if, if you have good matchups coming up. I'm, I don't mind stacking players. But, yeah, I, it, Scott, I cannot argue with that. Like, if it's if, if you are diversified, you have a chance. At, I mean, look, it killed me in, in week 16 when, when Spurs – uh, City and then Everton didn't play. I got brutalized. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, it's just to be clear, we are not always talking about being fully diversified. This is a very COVID specific strategy. Uh, there's no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, all right, Dave, let's take this whirlwind tour through the league. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. You want quick hits? We're going to do some quick hits. I'm going to pull up the Premier League table right now. We're going to go one through 20. Jeez. We're going to make a one minute timer. So when we reach one minute having discussed a team, which I don't even know if we're going to reach the timer. Maybe we don't even need the timer. We might not. It's you and me. Let's just move on. We might get hung up in the top of the league. We won't in the bottom. So, All right. Fair enough. Use the timer for the first top ten. All right. If the timer goes off, the doorbell will ring. Okay. Oh, boy. One minute, we're going to discuss who is FPL relevant into the foreseeable future from each of the clubs. Now, obviously, the caveat here is, you know, eight clubs are at least aren't going to be playing in game week 18. Right. Uh, but we've given you our strategy for that. We've given you our ways to approach the double game week in 19. So just in general now, who is FPL relevant from the different teams as we are approaching the halfway point of the season? Dave. Yes. Timer begins on first place, Liverpool. So Liverpool plays today. They lose to Southampton. Now, uh, I know some Liverpool fans. One of them intimately. That's weird to say. That's it's not me. me and my, it's my brother. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, intimately is still a weird way to describe your brother. So, no, I know him very, very well. Uh, he was not in a great mood today when they lost. All that being said, Scott, I think I said this to you before we started the pod. This result did, doesn't surprise me. Now, hold the brakes. I'm not slamming Liverpool. But let's look at this in a real way. Liverpool has been destroyed by injuries this year. Uh, they've had to throw out uh, different, all types of different lineups. Uh, it doesn't surprise me when you have to start Jordan Henderson at center back. Mm-hmm. You have Fabinho, another not Two center back. midfielders at center back. Um, along with uh, guys who have played a lot of minutes. And then you roll through the, uh, you know, Oxlade-Chamberlain ha- has his first start. And look, I love Oxlade-Chamberlain, but look, how, how many games has he actually played for Liverpool since he's been signed? His kid's always hurt. Mm-hmm. That's his problem at Arsenal as well. And you can't expect Mane, Salah, and Firmino to just carry the water every single week. And this is a Southampton team that is pretty good. And they're playing at home. And Hasenhutl had a great uh, game plan. And they also had luck on their side. So, you know what? They got, they got a result today. They did. All right, so I pause the timer while you're making that point. I'm turning it back on. You have five seconds. Who from Liverpool is still relevant? Salah for me. Yeah, honestly, a lot of people are selling Salah. It's still I'm not be, selling him. It's still going to be hard for me to do. He's Mo Salah. I said this on social media. Your best players are – the, the points come back around to them. The top elite players in the league, the points always come back around to them. You want to waste free transfers on those guys? Fine. I'm not doing it. Mo Salah is the guy for me. All right, I agree. Uh, second place, Manchester United. Go. Bruno and Rashford for me. I was going to possibly give some love in their defense, but no. Bruno and Rashford for me. No one in the defense has done it, even though, I mean, like, Baye's been playing at a 4-9. Yeah. 
but he's still only got 10 fantasy points in the season. I agree on Bruno. I mean, I've had Bruno occasionally captain him. Uh, he, he has been routinely coming through. He's one of the hottest players right now, and there's no reason to think that that's changing. Rashford in his last five, 14-2, Marcus Rashford at a 9-6 uh, is a good, is an excellent one. So not Anthony Martial. Don't you think he could turn it on at some point, though? Possibly, but you just asked me for the next three weeks, so I'm just sticking with that. All right, that's fair. All right, Dave, third place in the table currently is Lester. Go. Um, this is, it sounds too boring here, but Madison, Barnes, and Vardy. Um, look, they they all three continue to get things done. Madison leads to Lester scoring. It doesn't seem like he's played enough games this year but and or enough minutes, but he's starting to come in, uh, starting to come into a little bit of form. Harv! Is always a threat. And then Vardy the legend. Uh, look, you can never count him out. He might go two games without scoring, and then he'll throw a hat trick in there. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, it, it's a no-brainer there. I mean, it's really solid fantasy advice. No, but it makes sense. <laughs> I think what's frustrating about Madison and Barnes is that if you've had either of them, you've probably had them at the wrong times this yeah. season. Yeah. You know, every time Barnes scored during the festive fixtures, I felt Brian's pain. In fact, he'd be saying here right now, oh, this hurts so much <laughs> that he would be saying that. I just went to James Justin. I do regret it currently, but I think I won't in the long run. So I think that one makes sense. All right. There we go. We beat that. All right. Fourth place in the table is Spurs. Dave, go. Again, I feel like this is sort of a no-brainer. I, I want to be able to drop some some knowledge on you. I, I, I will drop something, and I'll just throw it out there. For me, I own three Spurs players. I own Eric Dyer. I own Son and Kane. I tell you, someone who I would keep my eye on is Tanky and Dombele at a 5'9". I know that sounds bizarre, but he's 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 starting to get healthy, and he's starting to get a little bit more playing time now. He does seem to get subbed. So he, he kind of gets more like it's like when Mares gets Jose Mourinho is convinced he can't play 90 minutes and the guy keeps dogging him. It gives him the hardest time. There's no way Ndombele can have any confidence whatsoever. He believes in him. Scott. No, he does not. He has belief. He won't even he won't even recognize him when he subs him off and he walks past him as he comes off the That's pitch. That's because he's disappointed with him. Uh, he uh, loves Tangy and Dombele. The tough love thing works on some guys. It doesn't work on others, and it clearly doesn't work on Ndombele. And Jose needs to see that. I think it does. Son, Kane, and I have Dyer for the free hit, but I can't go to him at any other time. I, I just don't love the fact that I, I, my defenders this year, I want the potential for offense from them. Dyer does not give you that. Okay. All right. Fifth place in the table is Manchester City. Dave, go. The Manchester City with two games in hand. Fifth place? Oh, man. Um, look, I own John Stones and Cancelo. I, I think right now their defensive assets are a little bit more consistent. I know how silly that sounds because I don't truly, truly believe in them. But then again, I find myself owning two of them. Look, Sterling and the Brown are sitting there 11.4, 11.6. If I had to bet on one of those, I feel more confident in Sterling. Right now, that's the answer. Sterling is the answer right now. There's no doubt about it. And that's why it doesn't make any sense why KDB is the one in my free hit squad, to be honest with you. What are you doing? I don't know. That could be changed. Sterling in his last four games, seven, eight, six, five. He's four consecutive scoring returns. I know. He's okay. been very good. Uh, and here's the thing. I think that um, I think you're getting it wrong with the defense, too. I know he's more expensive than Cancelo and Stones. But I saw an expert, and usually we make fun of the FPL experts, but one of them said Ruben Diaz is like the guy that Pep has confidence in. If anyone's certain in that city defense, it's Ruben Diaz, and maybe he's the one we should all be talking about more, even though he's not giving you much offense either. 
All right, sixth place in the table is Southampton. Dave, go. The Fighting Saints, Scott. I don't know what else to say at this point. I, I, how you don't go at this point, Scott? With with a, I know that your boy James Ward Prowse. You you love the dog, and yeah, it'd been. Oh, no, it's been about six weeks. Since yeah, he hasn't been returned. good. He but, hasn't been good. He's hey, been JWPing his way through the last month and a half. He got an assist, honestly, though, and, and this is crazy. I'm right the on JWP. Southampton defense. Yeah. I don't think you can go wrong there. No. Pick pick, pick two of those guys. Well, McCarthy have, and goal. If you have two of those guys and then Kyle Walker-Peters or Bednarik or, or you know, Vestergaard's been hurt, yeah. Bertrand, Look, Jack Stevens shows up today and, and and plays a hell of a game against Liverpool. Puts a chokehold on Salah. How many blocks he had on shots? Yeah, and, that's and, true. And one thing about that game, uh, and, and this is a credit to Southampton defense. Damn the bell. This is a credit to Southampton defense, Scott. Liverpool's first shot on goal was in the 75th minute. Crazy. I know that there were some other controversial calls, penalties, possibly this or that going up They've to that. They've been piling up lately. But I'm just telling you, Liverpool's, for all the possession and all the shots that they had, their first shot on target was in the 75th minute. Oh, fair enough. Southampton defense. Seventh place is Everton. Go. Do I have to pick anyone? <laughs> no, you don't have to. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Look, I, I continue to own him. I owned him when he was cheap. If I sell him and I try to buy him back in three weeks because all of a sudden he comes up on some form, then I'm, I'm losing, losing my butt on money. Look. Everton was had one of the worst records through the uh, festive fixtures. They did not play well. I, I think it was just a, a – some teams struggle through there. Arsenal, for whatever reason, three three games in eight days, won all theirs. Everton struggled in theirs. So I, I, I don't have – Everton's probably a better team than, than Arsenal right now. It's just the way that, that things matched up. I would say Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and that's it. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, DCL. I just don't feel great about James Rodriguez. No, no, no. And, He's been irrelevant. And I don't feel great about Rochelle. If Brian was here, he'd say, Rochelle, listen, Dave, you're a stupid idiot. No, and I, no. I, I just don't feel great about no, it. There's no way. And DCL, he had a 4-1 and a 2 over the festive fixtures. That 4 should have been a 5. He got a yellow card coming off the pitch against Arsenal, which frustrated me. The 1 and the 2 cents. There was a blank week in there, too, because of COVID. Uh, and so it feels like he hasn't done anything for a really long time, which is partially true. People are selling, though, Dave. And we just talked about DCL to Antonio, maybe, for game week 19. I love my suggestion. It's really a good move. Maybe that's the time to do it. All right. Eighth place is Aston Villa. Go. Well, Grealish. I mean, I I think it's obvious. You can't can't go wrong with Grealish. And, look, their defenses, I know that they're not maybe as good as as they once were at some point. Uh, They haven't done much over the last few weeks. They've been leaking some goals here. El Ghazi, I mean that's no that's no rocket science. He's found a bit of form in the last four or five weeks, and so uh, past El Ghazi and and Grealish, I mean I'd love to tout Watkins, but he's had chances. He had uh, he had three assists a couple weeks ago against Crystal Palace, but um, what am I doing right now, Dave? You're shaking your head. No, I am. Here's the thing: I when Lino's run of fixtures that are favorable come to an end. You're going back to Emiliano Martinez's will begin. But for the next three weeks, the opponents are Spurs, Everton, and City. I'm going to Grealish because he's playing Spurs, and I've got a chance for like seven from him, you know, an assist on a fluke goal or something. But that is it for Aston Villa right now. Do not go to Villa assets. Now is not the time. Wait for game week 
what, 20. I think 20 is when the schedule gets really right. good. Uh, ninth place, Chelsea. Dave, go. <laughs> Chelsea's in ninth place? Weren't they in a title race? Not for Are a you while. kidding me? Chelsea's in ninth place? They're on 26 points and, and Arsenal's on 23? <laughs> that is amazing. How obnoxious was that? I don't want anyone in Chelsea right now. Okay. I, I get it. Unless um, it's the uh, Captain America. I mean, the bottom, the bottom, you, you think maybe this is the bottom? The bottom's fallen out, and this is, they've reached rock bottom now. And if they're I don't on their think, way. I don't think this is rock bottom. Chelsea, Chelsea is the kind of club, if they find the form, you'll go right back to three Chelsea players. You know, forget our COVID strategy from earlier. I currently have Mason Mount as a fourth midfielder. I benched him in the city match for Thomas Socek, which was a great move in hindsight. Uh, and so that's where I'm at with Chelsea right now. I've sold Chilwell. I'm not planning to go back to Chelsea defense because why? They're not scoring anywhere right now. Mm. Tenth place. Rounding out the top half is West Ham. Go. Hammer time. Scott, probably time to look at oh, – okay, number one. If you don't own Socek, you're just dumb, and you haven't been listening to this pod. I agree. Brian's been talking about Socek for, for – over two months now. Oh, oh, the whole season. Just and, and Socek's last however many games, 8, 9, 2, 2, 10, 3, 11, right? Like, what are you doing if you don't own him? When I bought him, I owned him at a – I think I bought him at a 4.9. He's up to a 5.2 now, I think. Uh, and there's no reason to not go with – look, Jared Bowen hasn't produced much, but the dude's really talented. If you pin me down right now, Antonio and Socek is, and Cresswell are worth owning to me. I have Ogbonna. I have Socek. I'm going to plan on keeping both of them. Probably going to Antonio. The schedule, the schedule is really good until about game week 25. So West Ham is is a good club. If you're going to stock up, it's a good one to stock up on. And um, by the way, with Socek, the way you handle Thomas Socek, I I have him in my fifth spot, in my midfield. He occasionally comes in uh, to the squad. Occasionally sits on the bench. Was the first guy coming in off the bench, which has been playing because of COVID and other things lately. So uh, it's, he's perfect for that spot. A lot of guys have a lot, a lot of FPL owners have gone to Pedro Neto, which we'll talk about here. In I own him as well. But if if you have Neto instead of Socek, I'm just telling you, you're doing it wrong. Eleventh place, Arsenal, Dave. One minute only. Go. Bukayo Saka for the next three weeks. Burnt Leno, as shocking as that is. And then, look, if you can get to a tyranny, great. If you can't, take a Rob Holding or Pablo Mari at a 4-4-4. Yeah, you didn't even mention Oh, hold on, hold on. Alexander Lacazette, last three weeks, 8-7-12. and 12. Yeah. Just, He scored five goals in his last four Arsenal overall games. Not okay. just Premier League. Sure. I did see him as kind of a differential suggestion by a uh, an FPL pundit, uh, which is interesting that Lacazette's a differential pick. That's just kind of the season that we're in. And you didn't even mention Aubameyang, and you mentioned five other Arsenal players. It's very interesting. I'm not interested in Arsenal attack. Sorry, the the stain of the you don't, you early don't like season. Saka? No, I mean yes, but at five three, I mean I I'd be selling Mason Mount for Saka, and I don't know that the ceiling's higher on Saka right now than Mason Mount. So what's Mount's price? He's up. He's up for sure. He's six eight, I think, something like that. He's six nine. Six nine. But Saka's five three. They're not even in the same price range. You silly goose. But if Chelsea's on its way back, Mason Mount's going to be part of it, and I still think Mason if. Mount's ceiling is much higher. 
Sokka is at high. He's he's on the way. He's on the ascendancy. This might be the highest Sokka is all season. Mason Mount is maybe at the lowest he's been all season, and I still would rather Mason Mount. Interesting. We'll see about that. You might eat those words, bud. Twelfth place leads. Go. Bamford. Bamford's a threat every single week. Um, look, Stuart Dallas, as much garbage as it pained me to not own him, as you guys who owned him keep racking up Stuart Dallas points. Yeah, we do. Bamford and Dallas is where it's at. And then, you know, I'm not willing to jump on the Harrison click or Rafinha uh, train. So for me, Bamford and Harrison or Bamford and Dallas. Sorry. You do not love Leeds' schedule in the early 30s of the game weeks this season, but that all of their rough fixtures are really condensed into the early 30s, which means that you love Leeds for months. And so, yeah, I'm keeping Dallas. I wish Bamford would be a little bit more precise with his op, you know, with his with his uh, opportunities. He'll be fine. But overall, he is fine, he's and fine. he's a, I mean, he's broken the 100 mark already in fantasy points on the season. He's absolutely fine. He's staying in my lineup for the foreseeable future, barring injury. Thirteenth, Wolves, go. I own Neto. Do you regret that? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, he he fit in at a certain price point, and he's been fine. I'm not. I'm not relying on him to to shake the shake the earth. He's up to six. You still recommend him at six? Um, over Mason Mount or Saka? If yeah. you're looking for a fourth or fifth uh, midfielder, mm, I honestly, you know, I bought Neto three weeks ago before Saka went on his run. If I could, if I could, if I had a free transfer, yeah, I'd go to Saka right now over Neto. Absolutely. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm serious. Uh, I mean, just look at the schedules. Hey, did you see who scored twice over the festive fixtures? No, Saiz. Of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. No, look, uh, at home to Everton, home to West Brom, at Chelsea is Wolves next three weeks. Arsenal's is better. So, Moving further down the table, 14th place is Crystal Palace. Go ahead. Crystal Palace. Do they have anyone? Look, I, I love the kid uh, Eze. He, I, I'm not sure I'm willing to go to him yet. He's starting to show a little bit of form. He had an excellent goal this past week. Zaha always tend to be a threat. I just can't find to see my way to him. Honestly, there's no one unless there's, unless you want to go back to Tyreek Mitchell. Tyreek Mitchell's playing at three nine. What the hell are you doing? He's go a- go back to Tyreek Mitchell for now. I mean, Van Onholt was benched. Mitchell's been playing the last couple. That's not going to be permanent though. The moment you go to Mitchell, he ben- he gets benched again. Uh, Zaha at seven four. I mean, we just gave you three midfielders in the fives. That's why you're not going to Wilf Zaha. Uh, I don't. You know, he's going to have to come across some unbelievable run of form for me to even consider him. Yeah, it says something that Tyreek Mitchell is tied for the highest scoring defender on his club. I'm I'm going down. I'm just trying to figure out who's been playing defense for Crystal Palace. A lot of different guys. Oh, my gosh. I can't even figure out who was in the starting lineup this past week. <laughs> All right. I think that says everything you need to know about Crystal Palace. Let's go to 15th place, Newcastle. Go. Newcastle. Look, Calvin Wilson is always a good look. I know, that, I know that recently that he he hasn't the last two game week match weeks he's played ninety. Uh he he missed the city game and he played the, the four nineties before that. He's been fine. He's been okay. He hasn't lit the world on fire. If you're gonna look at what he's doing next three weeks, uh at Sheffield at Arsenal home to Leeds, that's a pretty decent schedule. I think you said you brought him in for your free hit. Maybe you should have brought him in for your free transfer. And then, uh, look, honestly, they don't have anyone else I'm looking at. I mean, I, I would love to tell you, give you a, a nugget 
of a deep dive on, you know, uh, a Shar or a or a Yedlin, but there's, there's nothing there, man. There isn't much there. It says something that I want to bring a Newcastle defender in playing Sheffield on my free hit in game week 18, and I can't I can't find one to bring. Oh, in. I mean, look, go to Fernandez or Clark if you're gonna do that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Sixteenth uh, place is Burnley. Go. I, well, I currently own Charlie Taylor, so he also is currently fifty percent ready to play. So don't feel <laughs> great about that. Uh, but Burnley, Burnley defense over the next three weeks. Look, their their schedules are pretty tough. They're home to United at West Ham, a resurgent West Ham, and then at Liverpool, and then home to Villa. Jeez, then it's at Chelsea. Uh, home city. Ugh. Okay, so like honestly, you amend your... I, I'm not sure I want to own any Burnley players going forward. I do currently own Charlie Taylor. I'm hoping he plays next week, but as soon as I can transfer him out, I probably will. Yeah, I went from Taylor to Loton to stick with Burnley defender. Brian's not wrong. You know, they do play. They play well defensively. It's not fun to watch. It's not uh, sexy at all. Uh, but it is still relevant to have maybe Burnley defender ready to come in off the bench. Uh, so I do have Matt Lowton, and for now I'll probably stick with that. But at the most, that's what you should do with Burnley. All right, 17th place is Brighton. Dave, go ahead. I'm not sure there's anyone. I'm looking over the roster. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Can't say your name. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. That was Shikanabash. Um, uh, no, Scott, I can't, I can't find it. Any reason to go to anybody on on Brighton right now? They're no, in a horrible run of form. Brighton is filled with players who you have the potential to want them, but you just can't. You you know what Brighton players are? I'll tell you exactly what Brighton tell players me. are. Brighton players are like that movie at Redbox that always is second choice, and you never end up watching it. That's what that's what Brighton <laughs> yeah. players are. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always those movies. Like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this, but there's always another movie you want to see more. Or, or like a, a dish at a restaurant, Scott. Like, sure. I, I mean, I I could go for that. That sound that sound looks interesting. I'm going with the ribs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what Brighton players that are. That black and chicken salad looks great. I'm going with the ribs. That's exactly right. That is exactly Brighton right now. All right, 18th place, Fulham. Who? Oh, come on. Just because they haven't played in a while doesn't mean you don't know who they are. <sighs> Scott, there's nothing there. I mean, look, if you want to go to someone, look, 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 man. Look, at look man, look. Look at Lookman. No, it's 5-0, we just gave you three. Again, 5-2, so check. Don't go to Lookman right now. If Was you it really, five, really, eight, really want to own a Fulham player, there's only one, and it's Lookman. Yeah, and and there's too many other good guys right now down in that price range. Right. So absolutely no. Uh, West Brom. Who? Yeah, that one I'll uh, give you. No, I really like Gallagher, but he likes yellow cards. You just like his hairline. Uh sure. I'm envious of things I can't have. Of course. <laughs> I think he's a talented kid. I really do. Five I, five. In I the think mid-field. he's a talented kid on a <laughs> team, and. We said that about Todd Cantwell halfway through last season. And I think he's still a great player. He's not. So, uh, there's nothing. There's just there's nothing, nothing redeemable about Absolutely. West Brom. Nope. The West Brom team that drew Liverpool 1-1 last week. Oh, hurts my heart. Uh, 20th place, Sheffield United. Holy crap, there was someone worse than West Brom? 
Sheffield. Uh, much worse. They're breaking records. They're so bad. Wow. How is there no serious talk about Chris Wilder out? Because they know that they couldn't get anyone better than him. Anyone he, is no better than saving, him. No one's saving that team. That's not the point. That's not the point. Like they're, I, I'm Scott, the guy. They've gone two years without making any. Is Sander Berg your biggest signing, really, dude? Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, Rand Brewster. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I forgot about the kid. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, the one who you know played alongside the 16 year old kid who came on and made his debut in this last match in their last match. No, but listen. Here's the thing. I'm the guy who's like stick with the manager, like build, you know, build for the long term. Don't do the short, like the short term manager bump thing that Watford does is a joke. Sure. So I respect a club that sticks with their plan, that sticks with their manager. And yet, when you have a leader who's as terrible as Chris Wilder, yes, this is my token mention. I don't think that's fair. Yes, absolutely, it's fair. He does not. He is not a manager for 2021 in the Premier League. Did Sheffield Period. finish in like the what tenth last year? And they're struggling to survive this year. I'm just saying. Look, he got them the promotion. It's he's not terrible. Sorry, I know you don't like him. I just disagree with you on that, which is fine. We it's can fine. agree to disagree. I'm just I I cannot believe how smart. <laughs> this is not going to be the most humble thing I've said okay. in a very long time. Okay. I like it's it's shocking to me how smart Chris Wilder has made me feel. <laughs> when I said last year, while Sheffield was battling for a Europa League spot. I said, if Sheffield ever struggles, he will not be the guy who will be able to help them because okay. of the leader he is. And look where they are. They are breaking records. They are so bad at the bottom. They just need to score. Dave, we did it. Did we make it to the end? We did. Now, That's not too bad. Let me wrap this up by giving mention to our new patron, Billy D. Billy? At Billy D in Slack. That's right, in Slack. He's in our Welcome, Slack Welcome, brother. We are happy to have you joining our community our community within the community, yes. if you will, uh, the exclusive Slack workspace uh, that we talk so much about. Uh, there lot, lots of banter during the time that we were away from one podcast episode to the next, to so the one that you're listening to now. Uh, lots of discussion during the matches as they've been going on, a little bit of strategy talk, a little bit of COVID talk. It's all there. We would love to have you join us. I sound like I've got the COVID. Sure, <coughs> sure, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't, just not, for the record. Not, there's anything wrong with that. Um, <laughs> I'm not a lesser person by not having sure. COVID. Exactly, so exactly. Okay, perfect. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get it because I, you know, danced in a big crowd at an Egyptian wedding. Like you myself. weren't being a super spreader. No, I was not. Uh, I, I still don't have it. Just to be clear. But anyway, Billy, this is about you right now, not us. Yeah. Welcome to the community. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us uh, and supporting us in the way. Scott, that I am proud. This is uh, another. A good friend of mine who is a serious American fantasy football player, right. fantasy football American football player, right? And 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 has our podcast has helped bring him into the FPL world, and he loves it. And uh, to his detriment, listens to us. But I love that he loves it and has jumped into Slack very recently and and. Uh, Decided to really help us out and, and be a Patreon uh, supporter, and has really already started contributing in a good way uh, on Slack. He got to experience what happens on a day when Liverpool's the only game and they lose. And, <laughs> and he, yeah, his cup opponent had two Southampton defenders. Brutal. And he what? loses because of the clean sheet for Southampton against what? Liverpool. Yeah, just brutal. What a freaking you know. We often Scott mentioned bad beats 
That's a what bad beat. A monstrous bad beat. Especially because there was eh, there was some controversial, possibly a handball and a Mane takedown in the box that my brother was losing his mind over. And honestly, he probably has a decent decent point. But, you know, unfortunately, that's football. Wow. Uh, at Billy D, welcome to uh, the, the our Patreon Mini Mini League. Thanks for joining, man. We really appreciate it. I apologize uh, to those who did a great job over the festive fixtures. Uh, I did not keep track of who had the highest point totals over each game week during the festive fixtures. So I'm just looking at game week 17, uh, the game week that just ended as we're recording this. But as we wrap up this episode, I want to give mention to the highest scorer in the FPL America podcast mini uh, uh, league, uh, the, the highest scorer in the league during game week 17. It's a, it's a name that we know. We've mentioned him. He's been in the top three in the past. He's fallen down the table a little bit um, over the last few weeks, but he's on his way back up. He had a 93 in game week 17. It is our friend Anthony, game of throw-ins. Uh, he's coming on right back up. He's currently in 23rd, but 93 points in game week 17 is outstanding. That dude. Uh, well done. I, I mean, that's huge. That's Captain, a- son. With Bruno, KDB, and Socek also in the midfield, all of them giving big double-digit returns. Kane up front, Cresswell in the back. Uh, he had a very good week on that, 93. I bet he was probably thinking he might get to 100, but Andy Robertson only gave him a 1. Overall current leader, Scott? Who is it? He wants to be Leeds. Bohan? Bo. Bo is still number 1, holding on over team touchdown. Jason, number 2. Darmok at Vinagra is number 3. Well it's done. tight at the top, though. It is tight at the top. Bo, Bo they're coming at you, bro. Where, where'd my boy go? Who's your boy? Super, Super Frank's eleven. Ryan, he's 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 moving up a little bit. He's back up to a thirteen. He, he, I wonder if he got nailed like I did two weeks ago in week twenty or sixteen. That's just brutal. It's possible. All right, hey Scott, we've covered a lot of stuff. Let's get out of this thing, Scott. Let's let's also mention uh, that you you have made it up to sixth. In our podcast league, you are the locomotive that's pulling this FPL podcast train. I'd like to think it gives a little credibility to our podcast to have someone up there in the top echelon of the... I love it. You you keep making the right and or wrong decisions at the right time. and uh, Free hit in game week 18. (laughs) Keep getting up there. It uh, gives me some solace to know that we pretty much have the same teams. I just can't pick <laughs> the right captains, and you do. Captains matter in this game. Captains absolutely matter. Hey, for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.